Over the last 10 years, the AFC West has produced two Super Bowl champions and not much else. Now that the Chiefs are atop the division, will they be able to hold on to their power or will they suffer the same fate as the 2013 Denver Broncos and fall into irrelevance for the next 10 years? We answered these questions and more on our AFC West record predictions video. And starting things off, we have the reigning Super Bowl champions in the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs signed Patrick Mahomes to a 10-year, $500 million contract, locking him up for the foreseeable future, barring a major asteroid strike or time dilation. He will be a Kansas City Chief for a long while. This has put the Chiefs in the unfortunate position of having to try desperately to win now before the cap hit of his new contract kicks in. And to the Chiefs' credit, they're trying really hard to win now. The one thing that is going to hold them back, though, and I think will hinder them come playoff time, is they lost two key contributors on the offensive line this offseason. And you're going to say, oh, it's not that big a deal, this and the other. You are a casual if you believe that. Ladies and gentlemen, the offensive line is the most important unit on that field. And the Chiefs will suffer from this. How are you but not in the regular season. In the regular season, they're going to be dandy. They're going to win 13 games, secure the number one seed, and be atop the AFC and enjoy the first round bye. But in the playoffs, it will bite them. Well, how are you going to start calling people casuals if you don't even name the players who are apparently such a big loss? Simple, like this. They're casuals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, when I say Lucas Nyang and uh, Lafret, excuse me, Laurent Duvernay? I mean, they still have two very good offensive tackles. Mitchell Schwartz is one of the best tackles in the NFL right now. He's kind of underrated, but... Getting to my prediction, and it's not very different from yours as far as record, but their offense may legitimately put up 50 points a game this year. I think Mahomes may even, maybe he'll get to the 60 touchdown mark this year, much like he was on pace for his rookie season. Everyone knows who Tyreek Hill is. Everyone knows Travis Kelsey and him are going to produce. They are proven ballers. They'll put up their typical numbers. Hardman, I think, may produce more this year. During his rookie season, he was more known for his special teams play, but he still put up 535 yards in an offense where he was the third or fourth wheel many games. They now have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who put up almost 2,000 all-purpose yards in his college campaign and with the best college offense, and now he's with the best offense in the NFL. So I don't think it's ridiculous to assume that he's going to put up similar numbers when you go from the best offense in college, put up crazy numbers there, and now you're in the best offense in the NFL. I have the Chiefs going 14-2 and with their only losses coming to the Broncos and Saints. The Bronx. Hey, you and I agree on something. I think the Broncos are going to be a much realer team than a lot of people are thinking this year. And the Chiefs' loss is one I do have predicted as well. But speaking of the Denver Broncos, the Broncos have finally done it. They have acquired a tall white quarterback who might not be terrible. Drew Locke is looking like the Denver Broncos' future. And I gotta say, the future's looking pretty bright. Will it help them do a playoff berth? Yes. They're going to slip into the playoffs as a sixth seed behind the transcendent, you hear me right, transcendent play of Cortland Sutton, who will have a breakout year this season, the strong arm of Drew Locke, and new acquisition Melvin Gordon, in addition to Philip Lindsay, forming a thunder and lightning duo in the backfield, which is one to be feared. Their defense is still one, which is going to devastate offenses, unless Von Miller is seriously hurt, in which case they might be in trouble. But no, the Broncos are going to slip in the playoffs, 9-7 record. They're going to beat the sixth seed, and they're going to be a real regular season team. They're going to scrap with people. Well, Von Miller is pretty seriously hurt. He's going to need surgery. I think the short end is three months, so he may come back at some point during the season. And I think it's important to point out that you, as well as I, made my prediction prior to Von Miller's injury. And I'm sticking with my prediction. Von Miller will not make a one-game difference. He is a .7 game difference guy, not a one-game difference guy. And if they can make we round down. <laughs> 
<laughs> he ran down for point seven. Yep. <laughs> but they do get Bradley Chubb back this year. So it's almost as if the football gods don't want the Broncos to have two elite outside linebackers at one time on their field. I think it's a bigger loss than Isaiah because the replacement level they have there at outside linebacker, it's not that good. They may lose one to two more games because while I'm confident in them doing well this season, when you lose one of the best outside linebackers in the NFL that routinely gets above 10 sacks, that's going to hurt your team. Now, when it comes to their offense, Drew Locke didn't have that many people to throw to last year when he stepped onto the field, and his receivers struggled separating. All he had was basically Court and Sutton. Now he is Jerry Judy, as Isaiah said, Melvin Gordon, and he is Noah Fant, who is... Tim Patrick. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tim Patrick, the GOAT. Like, Hey, man, Tim Patrick's going to have a good year this season. Noah Fant, who's also productive over 11 starts as a rookie tight end, he's going to be better this year. I have the Broncos going 11-5, but as I said, the Von Miller loss means more to me, and I think they may drop down to even nine wins, and someone else may sneak in as a wild card instead of them. But you, the Broncos, is a playoff team. Currently, yes. Currently. Good for you, Tristan. Good job, buddy. (laughs) A team which neither of us have as a playoff team, unless we're playing three teams from the AFC West in the playoffs, which we aren't. The Los Angeles, yes, it still feels weird to say that, Chargers. And the Chargers of Los Angeles are in a weird spot. They have drafted a young quarterback in uh, Justin Herbert, who a lot of people are saying is the future in the organization, but they've still got Tyrod Taylor, who is the clear week one starter. In previous years, the quarterback position held them back with Philip Rivers' past two years. I think Tyrod Taylor is a clear upgrade, and I think that will be very beneficial to this Chargers team. Will they be able to turn the corner from last year? make the playoffs not quite they still are in a stacked division and the afc is going to be very competitive this year but they will be eight and eight the definition of average i feel another unless justin (laughs) herbert gets the week one start somehow if that's the case they are tanking for trevor (laughs) so they drafted a quarterback to tank for trevor Hey, man, starting Justin Herbert will be a very effective way of tanking. So, I mean, this video has the potential to have uh, more comments coming at me. I don't think the Chargers are going to be good at all this year. I'm not the biggest believer in Eckler as an every down back. As Isaiah said, they're in a very difficult division. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor doesn't turn the ball over, but fans are going to be calling for the Bo Callahan lookalike to be starting after they start 0-3 or start 0-4. And then, like Isaiah said, we don't believe in Justin Herbert, so I don't think Herbert's the answer and is going to lead them to many wins beyond that. One problem with your little theory there, Tristan, the Chargers don't have fans to call for Justin Herbert to start. That is true, but there's also no fans in a lot of the stadiums right now. So They could get Easton Stick in there, quarterback, the third-string fellow out of North Dakota State. They should At the end of the day, they should have drafted Jalen Hurts, and much like my Colts prediction, this team is only going to go as far as a quarterback takes them. They also lost Derwin James, which is also notable, and I have them going 3-13 and 13 this year, and I welcome the whoa, people in the whoa, comments whoa, who are going whoa. to comment that I don't know football. You have the people in the video who are going to count you on football. Tyrod Taylor is a good quarterback. I mean, he's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but he's a good, consistent quarterback who's capable of doing stuff in the air and on the ground. He's a real player. You're just slandering this man. Wow. The verbal abuse that is faced by Tyrod Taylor ridiculous. Tristan, another hater. <laughs> but a team which loves hate. They're going to lose week one to the Bengals. All right. I'll bet you $50 they won't. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So when my pocket is fatter, I'll feel a lot better about myself because money is validation. But a team which is certainly spending money this offseason, the Oakland Raiders. Excuse me. 
for the Las Vegas Raiders. They're saying, oh, they're spending money on uh, players. No, they're spending money on a stadium in Vegas. Which, hey, looks like it's going to be a very nice stadium. Too bad the fans aren't going to come and help you pay for it anytime soon. But the Raiders are in limbo. They've got a good, not great quarterback. He's on a big contract. And they're stuck between deciding to move on from and embrace the tank and trying to build around him. They keep trying to build around him. It's going to keep blowing up in their face. Their defense hasn't been the same since they lost Khalil Mack. Julian Farrell, great player. I love him as a defensive end. I think he's going to have a nice NFL career. He's not Khalil Mack. He brings nowhere near the pressure. Look, guys like Eric Harris and Jonathan Abram, great safeties. Still no Khalil Mack. They don't have a game changer on the defense. And with the offense in the sorry state that it is, you need someone like that. I think the Raiders are going to continue to suffer, and despite Josh Jacobs' best efforts, they will be 5-11 and with five losses in their division. I, I came into this prediction thinking the Raiders were actually going to do decent this year. I really liked them drafting Henry Ruggs. I feel like he's a lot of potential and is going to put up big numbers as Derek Carr. And the record came in lower than expected, mostly due to their division and difficult schedule the Chiefs are two guaranteed L's then they also have the Broncos in their division who Isaiah and I think are going to be really good and they have to play an presumably improved Browns team with that has talent up the wazoo and they don't have kitchens anymore at the helm and plus they have to play teams like the Saints and Patriots I also have the Raiders going 5-11 and but will not be surprised if they perform slightly better than I am projecting but then again five seven wins what difference does it make? You're not in the playoffs anyway. And no matter what happens, though, they will win more games than the Chargers simply because they have better quarterback play. Bet you another 50 bucks on that. Okay. I'm going to be a rich man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Problem is saying Henry Ruggs is all this potential. He's still like the sixth best wide receiver in the division. Like, there's only so much you can do and say about potential when it just matters this season. The Raiders are going to suffer, but hey, they're going to have a nice new stadium and screw Bart Davis for moving them to Vegas. Oakland deserves a team. You nincompoop, it's Mark Davis. How are you going to say Bart Davis? At least know the owner. Because I don't care about the Oakland Raiders owner because the Oakland Raiders don't exist anymore. Until they have a winning season, they're not a football team. All right, Isaiah, come on, close us out. That has been our thoughts on the AFC West. Let us know what you think down in the comments below. Tell Tristan how wrong he is about the Chargers. Tell me how right I am about the Broncos. And we will see you later.